0: Hey, welcome back. So last Friday in my uh, very extended weekly wrap up video, I discussed how in terms of the silver and gold market and in their direction over the weekend, it, it seemed like it would have been a good weekend to be bullish silver and gold because of a variety of factors. I talked about the Chinese trade deal or the further deterioration of talks. Uh, I talked about this ongoing business with the Federal Reserve and their continued intervention in the uh, overnight repo markets as well as now the the two-week-long repo markets. I also talked about uh the the situation in the Middle East with Iran and, and how I wouldn't be surprised if that further escalated over the weekend. Uh and that there weren't a ton of reasons that I felt that silver and gold would would close the weekend or open up on on Sunday much, much lower. And, and that's sort of what we've seen thus far since it opened up. Now, it wasn't a gap up on Sunday. Silver and gold started you know, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, flat for the most part. But then we saw both metals, but especially silver, move up overnight on, on Sunday, late Sunday evening. And then again today, currently around uh, $18.50, a little bit north of that. That's an over 3% move. Now, gold is up a little bit as well around fifteen twenty five, not nearly as much as Silver, but we do see that reflected in the gold to silver ratio, which I've I've talked about uh, at length in the past about how I believe that the ratio, the long term trend is going to be towards it, it moving down. And and sure enough, uh, when markets opened on Sunday, it was up around eighty four point six that gold to silver ratio. As I speak, it's about eighty two. Right, so it's a pretty significant move down. Now, uh, a two. Uh, what is that, 200 basis points, if you want to call that, and this ratio uh move down is not as big as it's going to be one day when we see a ratio move from, let's say, 60 to 58 or 40 to 38 or something because we're just talking about the percentage change here. And, and when you deal with a larger ratio, it's natural to expect larger uh, changes in 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 the actual value because that corresponds to a smaller percentage change, but that is a significant move up for silver and gold and what I think is even more interesting is the catalyst for it, namely that you know i'm not really willing to hang my hat on one specific thing and say that that is a catalyst for gold and especially silver moving up overnight on sunday and and here on Monday. I mean, you look at the dollar index. The dollar index as a whole has declined slightly today as the days progressed, but it's still up from where it was uh, on market close on Friday. Stronger dollar. Uh, you have U.S. Treasury yields, which are somewhat lower, but as a whole, not a ton of movement there relative to where they were on Friday. Uh, the U.S. trade deal with China, China sort of walked back what they said, that they'd canceled a, a trade uh, uh, delegation to it was Montana and in another uh, Midwestern state or something like that and and everyone said this is you know bad news trade deals off and trying to kind of walked it back and and certainly I don't expect this to be the last you know I don't I I think there's going to be plenty more deterioration of these trade talks in the future but if anything that was that should be positive for for risk assets and, and a negative for precious metals. And yet, you know, despite all of that, you know, there wasn't a major escalation in the Middle East, ton of other issues that, that didn't really, um, boil over over the weekend. And yet here we are the gold to silver ratio down a full 2.5 points and silver up over 3% and gold up a fair bit as well. So this is positive, And I, I wanted to make a video talking about this, you know, talking about these long-term, uh, um, uh, you know, going back to my video last week that, you know, this is week 49 of a silver bull market, week I think fifty, I don't know, fifty-seven of a gold bull market, fifty-five somewhere in there. Uh, that this is expected and 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 I, I think we we need to as as stackers be more and more mindful about where are we gonna be when silver and gold ultimately top what we see as a a value price an affordable price to buy silver and gold. And I know you know I asked this a while back, you know what at what price point do you stop buying silver and gold? And some people said you don't like you buy it indefinitely and and I think I would be happy with with saying I agree with that if we're talking about in some sort of massive inflationary environment where silver and gold keep rising, but it's mostly for inflationary reasons. But even in that type of environment, silver and gold can still become overvalued. And in the absence of of that massive amount of inflation, yeah, I think there's a point in which I say, I'm going to ease back on my purchases or I'm going to stop, right? And unfortunately, you know, for those of us that would still like to continue to add to our stack, you know, these moves up, you know, up above $18, 18 $18.50, it's a... You know, it looks less attractive, especially when we've been sort of spoiled by prices in the $14, 15 16 range, even $17 range for, for so long. Uh, but you know, it remains to be seen. We could see another pullback still. You know, as a whole, this is sort of what I had envisioned for a while now—a a pullback at some point for both silver and gold. We got that. We saw silver and gold pullback quite a bit. We saw that ratio move back up again, and we're sort of past that now. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw another decent-sized pullback again in the future between now and the end of the year. It's just going to be a matter of you know to to what price point. Right, we could be talking about a pullback back from twenty dollars an ounce for silver or sixteen hundred for gold. I mean, that wouldn't at all be uh, unsurprising, but but I think some people have to to understand that you know we're at the point where we may never see silver in the fifteen dollar range again, even sixteen dollar range. It it could happen, but you know that possibility is is I think dwindling, and it's certainly dwindling for us to ever see gold under thirteen hundred again certainly around 1000 I mean, you're still going to have those people out there that are kind of holding out for that, and I get that, especially if you're looking at this purely from a paper trading perspective or if you already have a ton of silver and gold and you're saying the prices right now are totally unaffordable for me and I would prefer a major, major pullback. I get that. Um, But I think for those that are waiting to build a position in silver and gold in the first place, it's a bit of a risky game. I and so many others have said, for quite some time. Now that silver and gold are going to be, I don't know, maybe the cornerstone of your assets that will help you protect and, and thrive, protect yourself, your family, whatever, and thrive as we head into this next recessionary or de- depressionary environment. And to to take that risk and, and say, well, I might head into this next recession without any of them uh, because I want to wait for for lower prices. That's Risky. Of course, don't take any of this as investment advice. I'm just saying that, you know, if silver and gold are truly as important as we say they are to one's portfolio, you do have to really consider, you know, is $18, dollars eighteen fifty, dollars all that expensive, right? Uh, now, certainly I think for gold, my, my personal perspective is that $15.25, it's too expensive, right? Uh, mostly from a gold to silver ratio perspective, I think gold is going to go much higher. I think silver is going to far outperform it. Um, But but right now, looking at the ratio, even at 82 with, with the drop in the last 24 hours, it still looks too frothy not ratio. And and long-term, I'm still expecting to fall much, much lower. Anyways, I wanted to make this video a a weekly wrap, or not a weekly wrap-up, but but sort of a quick update video uh, in between my weekly wrap-up videos every Friday. So stay tuned for that, and I'll certainly this Friday have more on, on silver and gold relative to other assets and asset classes. As always, thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for tuning in, and God bless.